And so it's a tic tac. Okay. Just in the last few months, I mean, you've got all the you know, Chinese spy balloons, but then all of a sudden you've got these other things that are shooting down over. And it got real stuff. quiet after that, didn't it? And then everything got real quiet. It's like radio <laughs> silence after yeah. that. The Chinese spy balloon made big news. Mm -hmm. Then right on the heels of that, there's one over Montana. They shoot to one over Alaska. That and they never they talked about being a cylindrical object with no known means of propulsion, and they shot it down, and then. So the, the, the and what I read was the reason that they were able to start catching these things on radar or whatever. They retuned the radar because of the spy balloon that because they let go halfway across the country before. The, yeah, and then let it go the rest of the way. Oh yeah, they because all our one information not, before one, they shot it down. Yeah. Well, they already had it from TikTok anyway, so. Yeah. You ready? I am. Ready, Jane? You ready? Yeah. And we're live with Paranormal Dash Spirits, place dash. where we come to get our dash spirits. We're place where we come to get our booze on. We talk about the booze, the things that go bump in the night, and I get to do it with all my booze. I'm Mike Black. This is my wife, Alyssa Black. Howdy! <laughs> oh my Make God! I guess because of your shirt, of course. And my best friend, John Burkett. Hello. And we're here tonight to tell you about a terribly, horribly scary, terrifying thing that dates back all the way to as far as men were writing down stories about terribly, horribly scary things. And we're going to talk about shadow people. But before we do that, Let's talk about all the places that you can go to see us. Now, if you're listening to us on a podcast, you can go to us and see the video version on YouTube. And we are 3B Paranormal Spirits on YouTube. Uh, we have a website that is paranormal-spirits.com. We have a Facebook group. And what's the name of the Facebook group? Booze with Benefits. Booze with Benefits. We have Instagram, and that is... I'm waiting. Don't leave me hanging. Paranormal. Paranormal underscore, underscore dash, dash underscore, underscore spirit. I thought that's TikTok. I say, isn't that TikTok? No, that's Instagram. That's Instagram. Got Instagram changed. It, it used to be something weird. It used to be MD Black 1966. Yeah, and TikTok is really paranormal easy. underscore dash underscore spirits. I don't know how many other paranormal spirits Instagrams are, but it's really easy to spot because you see, oh, not this hat, but you yeah, see that logo on the. All these logos yeah. and stuff. And we're on the Twitter, but on Twitter we're MW Black 1966 because that just, that's the way it is. But if you go to our website at paranormal spirits.com, you can go and click on our uh, shop that we have there, uh, Boozy's Boutique. And at Boozy's Boutique, we have all this cool swag. Plus, I swear it's probably like 500 <laughs> other items that we have up there um, on our um, on our shop. And you can pick you up some cool uh, Boozy swag. We have Boozy's Koozies. Boozies, koozies. <laughs> That's just fun to say. I swear to God, it is. Booze, coo I mean, boozies, koozies. And uh, you can get your boozies swag, and you can be part of the booze crew. Then, 
But uh, speaking of booze, let's talk about the B-O-O-Z-E. What we got today. What we got, John? We have Yellowstone Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Yellowstone Select. Mm. What is, when somebody says it's straight bourbon whiskey, what does that mean, straight? That means it is at least 51% corn. Okay. Uh, and the rest is barley or weed. Or uh, usually rye, rye or... and barley. Okay. Unmalted barley. Not like scotch. It's malted barley. Unmalted okay. barley. But, and, and just a lot of different mash bills. Like the mash bill is the amount of right the ratio of I'm learning so range. much. <laughs> um, I have so not educated. tasted this, so I don't know if this is a high rye or a low rye. Um, your high rise are like bullet, wild turkey, um, with the more four roses. Floral. There's a little more floral scent, but your buffalo trays, your early times, your E. H. Taylor, mm-hmm. those are going to be a more uh, a heavier corn and a lighter rye mash bill. Okay. And then there's sweeted bourbon, right? Like Pappy Van Winkle or Weller, which is actually the same juice, just one's aged a lot longer, right? Um, so what I heard was, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the this is the rumor that I hear that like for, and I'm getting off topic and I apologize, but Buffalo Trace, that it's the same juice. Buffalo Trace. Well, there's two different. Wellers at least and Pappy are all the same. Juice. Two different mash bills at Buffalo Trace. Right? Uh-huh. There's, there's their there's their low rye mash bill. That's what you find in Buffalo Trace. E. H. Taylor. Uh, Stag. Okay. Um, what's the Eagle Rare? Okay. All the same juice, mm-hmm. just aged longer and the more expensive stuff in different areas of the Rick House, you know, did, for a different flavor. Profile. Right, and that's what I heard, that basically Pappy goes over so, to the Weller's house and says, I want these casks. So uh, that's Buffalo Trace wheated mash bill. Mm-hmm. So the rye has been replaced with wheat. Gotcha. Uh, so Weller, Pappy Van Winkle, uh Old Van Winkle, Rip Van, Winkle, all all that's that's all the same. All the Van oh, it's all the same juice, right? And then there's the there's the high rye mash bill, which is your uh, uh, what is it? E- e- the Blanton, not Blanton. Um, yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, whatever. There are other they they make so much stuff. It's hard to keep track. Buffalo Trace, one of the largest distilleries in the country. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the most haunted distilleries in the country. Really recently, yeah. Interesting. Probably from people, from employees stealing barrels of... (laughs) Or drinking themselves to death. Stealing, yeah. But like high rye usually is like, it comes to mind, four roses Mm -hmm. uh, and wild turkey. Okay, so, but tonight we are drinking... This is Yellowstone. And that's just the name of it, Yellowstone? It's Yellowstone Select. Okay. Um... It was an old brand that was revived. I mean, because it, it says 1872, but it went. It was out of business for a while, and uh, in 2010, mm-hmm. it was founded again by uh, Stephen Beam. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if he did this because of the popularity of the Yellowstone series and all the spin Well, no, that was and... before. I mean, this is 2010 that they've been remaking this. Now, originally... Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. This, Good point. this has been around since 1879, and it was named after the park to sell more in the West. Mm-hmm. Wanted to sell, if I remember where I read about the history of the brand, uh, 
Yeah, and this is actually a special edition bottling to benefit national parks. But yeah, cool. So we're yeah, we're doing our community service by yeah drinking Yellowstone tonight. And I don't know if I've seen it around here. I got this at Costco of all places in yeah. Little Rock. Yeah, and it jumped out because I had just recently finished streaming. It jumped out at you, huh? The it's a drink short <laughs> eight episode season five of Yellowstone. Yeah, but uh. I don't know. It's an old brand that's been revived, is what it is. Okay, and this is this is the first bourbon that I've drank in a while. Me, too. me too. It's been a while. No, I keep a bottle of one hundred and one. Scotch, tequila, vodka. Ugh. But I don't not do vodka. Yeah, she doesn't do vodka. But for bourbon, it's the first one in a while. That smells like caramel. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready to take. Did it. we say the price point? Oh, uh, it's nope. about thirty-five dollars. I know you say Costco, because but I couldn't remember if you said how much. Uh, normal pricing is around thirty-five dollars. I think it was a little over thirty. We paid for that at Costco. It was a little okay. bit less expensive, okay. but that's kind of mid-range for bourbon. I mean, we know because early times, which is fantastic, is like twenty dollars for yeah. a liter bottle. Right. Uh, Wild Turkey 101 is about $20 at Buffalo Trace is about $24. So it's, I've it's learned, a little above the, it's or, mid-range. I guess I'm learning <clears throat> that the the price sometimes is indicative of what you're going to, to get in the flavor profile. And sometimes it it's has not, absolutely it has nothing, nothing to do with it. it. I would say it's, Wild Turkey 101 is one of the best bourbons you could buy in the world. It's like $21 a bottle. When y'all brought home that early times, I was like, what did y'all bring home? What is But it's this? good, it's, it's isn't it? It's fantastic. Yeah, it is good. That's $24 for a liter. Yeah, it's yeah, not expensive. And it's, what, 100 proof? And you got a high? Yeah, it's 100 proof. It's this is high uh, proof. I think it's 92. 93. 93. Okay. Yeah, bourbon's okay. up. Bourbon doesn't get good until 90. Okay, let's see what this does. Oh, wait, wait, oh, wait. Oh, slancha. 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 That's not a lot of rye. That is sharp. It is sharp. It is a little sharp, yeah. It's pretty sharp. And you, that look on your face of consternation. <laughs> like you did not like that. It's got a little bite to it. It does. It's got a little bite to it. A it's lot not, of bite. It's not as smooth as I wanted it to be. <laughs> I will say that. Um, I'm just curious if I can find the mash bill on here because it. I'm going. That's got some rye in it for sure. It definitely has a little higher rye. But yeah, because that's. Ye. That tastes like a rye whiskey, to me. <laughs> but. But not. I don't know. It's not as. We've had some like, advertised rye. That is oh. not well, that, palatable. Yeah. I can't. I cannot. I am no. not your rye type. So this is either. a thirteen percent rye, seventy-five percent corn, thirteen percent yeah, rye, twelve percent so malted tell. barley. Interestingly, mm. like malted. I can malted. taste the rye in it, but it doesn't taste like a rye. Uh-uh. I got to be honest. I don't get the malt. Nah. Mm-mm. No. 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 I mean, it's seventy-five percent corn. Yeah. It's and it tastes like corn whiskey and corn and rye is what it tastes like. And I can tell that I'm. 
They use open pollinated white heirloom corn, which makes for a slightly lighter whiskey flavor. More of a... Whew. And this is made by the Limestone Branch Distillery, by the way. We're all about limestone. In Louisville? I think it's in Louisville. Nope, Lebanon, Kentucky. Okay, I'm not... <clears throat> you know me, I'm pretty quick to make a, a, <laughs> a judgment on the liquor, especially if I don't particularly like it. Oh, it's, it's good. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of... Uh, Four Roses. I wanted, to, I really wanted to like that. <laughs> I did. I really it's wanted to bad. like it's it. Not it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not <clears throat> like garbage, but. It is not as smooth as. No. One of y'all were ones? hoping, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Not nearly. No. But. what do you think? It's not bad. I, I can tell it's, I mean, I like bourbon I would, whiskey. So I would drink it. Yeah, I would drink it. If you it. offered it to me, I wouldn't be like, nah, I'm good. It. No, I wouldn't do that. Now, if you offer me a straight up rye, I'm going to be like, nah. Nah, I'm good. I'll go sober. Well, now, rye is going to be at least 51% rye. Yeah. Right. So that's that what I'm saying. Like this floral thing you're getting a little bit of. <clears throat> is that what you that call floral, that? floral herbal. That's what rye is. That it floral? Is. Grassy. I, I was thinking ethanol, but. <laughs> no, come on. That's no, it's bad. not that bad. I'm no, just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. It's not that bad, but I... It's not as good as less expensive bottles like Early Times or correct. Wild Turkey 101. Correct. Now, now, Wild Turkey, the 83 proof is trash. Wild Turkey 101, same juice, aged longer, at a higher, and bottled at a higher proof point. World of difference. Yeah. World Absolutely. of difference. Okay, so but, I'm like, meh, and you are... Mm. Yeah. It's not the best bourbon I've ever tasted. No, it's not. It's not. It's not garbage. No, but I'm not. I'm not in love with it. Well, it was the one that it, that was so bad, but I made it my way through the bottle over like six months. Evan Williams bottled in Bond, which people seem to like. Mike was doesn't bad? Evan Williams. <laughs> yeah, but you were that was the eighty proof. So this is a hundred proof bottled in Bond. Uh huh. Tastes like circus peanuts to me. Circus peanuts. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The candy. Absolutely, right. the marshmallowy There's, things. The orange. I, I got to be honest. We started. We started this. What? Uh, really started working on getting the podcast together <clears throat> and the liquor reviews and all that and the the blog posts and everything. What? January, something like that. Yeah. It was still tolerable outside. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. So it's like January. And out of all the different, because we've tried like multiples per week, because sometimes, you know, we do four shows a week or something where we stack them up, you know. And of everything that we've been through, there's only one whiskey, and it's an Irish, that I would absolutely tell people, do not spend your money on this. Oh, you're talking about Proper 12? Proper 12. Connor McGregor's? The Proper 12. I would steer everyone <clears throat> away from that whiskey. That's the only liquor that we've come across where I go, I absolutely would not want to do that. Yeah, you made it a couple of shorts it's about that. It's not that bad. I mean, have it you, is you that ever bad. tried some of the stuff on the bottom shelf? No, I don't go to the bottom shelf because Addies. I only drink what I like. <laughs> But I think too, though you you wanted it to be better than what it was, like what you were expecting it to be. After we get done with the show, we can go taste it again. No, no, it's, it's not great. 
No, it's not. It's a shooter, not a sipper. Is what Absolutely. Or a mixer. I put it right up there with Jose I d- Cuervo. I did mix it. I didn't think it was that. It's not that mm, bad. Come on. It's not now. good. <laughs> I mean, I'm not defending Conor McGregor, but it's not that bad. There's no, a lot he, of grain alcohol I know alcohol he can kick there. my ass, but his... his There's a lot of grain alcohol in it, and you can tell, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's not good. It's not that bad. All right. So we've... We've talked about this one. And this is a decent bourbon. Yeah, I, I for the price point, I, I mean, it's an awesome bottle. There's a grizzly bear okay. and all this. You know, so. Okay, so it's a pretty <laughs> bottle. But here's what I will say: There's a grizzly bear. Here's what I will say: If I were gonna make um, whiskey sours, or I'm gonna somebody wanted a bourbon and coke, I would not feel embarrassed to give them no. a bourbon and coke out of my liquor cabinet. With that in it, no, no. I could, you could mix this easily, but you could save ten dollars and buy a bottle of one hundred and one. You could, and you've got a sipper and a mixer, a yeah. stronger proof point mixer, right? So yeah, or you that's, could save. That's where I'm at with that one. About the same amount of money and get a bottle of Buffalo Trace. Honestly, I I'd go with early times or later early times. I, I totally would go with early times. I, I like a little more rye. So I, I I think that my favorite probably just daily driver bourbon, if that was my thing every day, mm-hmm. is Wild Turkey 101. You can't beat that for the price point, and the flavor is punching way above its price point. Okay. This is this is not. This yeah. is punching right at its price point. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. This is punching at $35. Agreed. It, it's no – I've had $70 bottles. I've had $20 bottles. Oh, yeah. We've all had high dollars. I've had some $70 bottles that taste like $70 bottles. And I've had $20 bottles that taste like $70 bottles. That's a $35 bottle that tastes like $35. Now, I would agree with that. Absolutely. It's good. Fair enough. It's not great. <laughs> okay. You're ready sorry, to sorry, Yellowstone. <laughs> right. Uh, we ran it through the rigor. I feel bad about that. No, but that's not truth a bad is true. It's, I mean, it's no, totally it's, drinkable. It's, yeah. Not my fave. It, it just didn't quite strike the balance. If you either want that overly corned one, like uh, Early Times or Buffalo Trace, mm-hmm. or you want a little more rye in the mash bill, mm-hmm. like a, something from Wild Turkey. Okay. So y'all ready to talk about the, the BWS? After the uh, divisive spirit. Or, <laughs> Let's talk a bit the, about the BWS. I mean, I'm going to take it home, but it's going to be gone eventually. Okay. (laughs) I'm trying to get us away from the liquor. (laughs) It's kind of one of those situations like the Terramana tequila. Yes. It's good. good. Keep talking about it because it's like, God. No, it's. Yeah. I open my eyes. It's in the middle of the night. I feel kind of weird. The air is thick with electricity, like during a thunderstorm. I'm going to get up and get a drink of water and go to the bathroom, and I realize I'm frozen. I can't move. My eyes work, my ears, my nose. That's it. I cannot move. I try to call out for help, and my voice never goes past my wheel to scream out. It's like my voice is stuck in my mind and cannot make it out of my body. The panic is setting in. What is this? What's wrong with me? I look around the room. There is no one there to help me. The room's empty. Nothing. Nothing but shadows. Except 
one of the shadows looks different. It's thicker, it's darker, it's different than all the shadows around it, and it's shaped like a man. Like a very tall man. He's just standing there and watching me watch him. Am I dreaming this? Is this for real? Oh my god, my eyes got to be playing tricks on me because that thing just moved. I swear to god it moved. It's moving toward me in this fast, jerky movements as it moves across the floor. Scream, damn it, move! My mind is screaming inside my head, but nothing comes out. Tears are rolling down my cheeks now. I think I just peed myself. Am I breathing so hard and my heart is like beating so hard I can hear it in my ears and I feel it like it's going to beat out of my chest. This thing does not make a sound. I try so hard to move. I try to scream, to fight back, but my body refuses. I'm at the mercy of this thing. Why is it here? What does it want? Why me? It is beside me now with its head almost to the ceiling. It's leaning down. I can feel its cold breath on my face. My brain is going to explode with fear. My chest feels like it's crushing in on itself. I can't breathe now. I can't scream. Oh, holy mother of God, this thing has no face. And finally, finally there's a sound like a gurgle. It starches this strange groan. It rises up into a blood-curdling scream, escaping my own throat. I can move. It's gone. The bed is soaked with sweat and urine. I hold the pillow to my chest and weep. Estimates vary widely, but it's thought to be somewhere between 5 and 40% of the population suffer from sleep paralysis. Shadow people, what we warned you about at the first of the show being this horrible, terrible, <clears throat> scary, boo thing, uh, are associated with sleep paralysis and have haunted men since recorded history. And so let's talk about what a shadow person is. Just men? Shadow, shadow people. We're going to get to that. No, no. You said they've haunted men. Men and women. I'm sorry. Yes. And women. Did oh, men... I, I thought you were saying like the shadow people. How about are, this? No, no, are, are they they've been haunting How about men this? instead How about of man. They have haunted mankind. Man. You could just say man. Mankind. And that would have been encompassing. But you said men. <laughs> I know. So we therefore... should, have, oh my should God. have asked the entity its preferred pronouns. Said, oh, my God. Well, excuse me. Canceled. I'm not trying to get... <laughs> I'm going to get canceled now. Okay, characteristics of the shadow person is that it is generally male. Uh, they tend to be aware of us and react to us seeing them. In other words, if we see them, then they go away. They move. They Not always. Yeah, well, not always, no, but they do react to us. Uh, physical height, there t it seems to be a split camp on this. And there's a couple of things in here where it's... a uh, literally a split camp i mean half the people say this half say something else but um they the physical height seems to be two kinds there's a six foot six to seven foot tall right. shadow person and then there's the three to four foot shadow person now some people wow i've never heard of the uh the, some the people one? the wee one though actually it's a good Good that you use that word "we" because the "we" people or the 
in Ireland. So we're going back to the Fae. Yes, uh, Aaron Gabra. So the the we people were often thought to be elementals, and so you've got the you got the six foot, seven foot, you got the three to four foot. Um, they sometimes are seen wrapped in a cloak. Uh, they are hats are not uncommon. Hat man, right? Which is a variation of a shadow person. Um, the thing that's different about this shadow, it there seems it seems to hold its depth. It it it, it holds a shape. It's not just a shadow, like a flat one dimensional thing. It's a three dimensional shadow. Um. And again, here's a, a situation where you have two different camps, but some say there are no eyes or no facial features, and others say there are no facial features, but they have red eyes. And so, mine, mine had no facial features. No facial features for John. No. Um, they don't speak. There's no communication that takes place. And again, no facial features. They are not physically restrained. Or, well, that's not the right. Uh, there are no physical restrictions on them. They can pass through solid objects like walk through walls, through doors. Um, so that's what makes up a a shadow person or the characteristics of them. The types of shadow people, uh, there tends to be four different kinds. Um, you have the lurker, and the lurkers are the ones that are interested in us. And they're the ones that peek around the corner at you or just stand at the end of the hall and stare at you or down the street. I've heard it. So you'll yeah. see down on the road. Like yeah. They'll be watching you. Yeah. So they, these are just the ones that are watching you. So the lurkers are, are watchers. You have the visitors, which tend to be less interested in us. These are ones that people find going about their own business, doing their own thing. They're, in a a haunted location investigating or they're investigating this place and they'll see one walking, you know, across a hallway or something and they're not watching us. They're just, you know, doing their own thing. You have the omen and this is the harbinger of the old fate. It's the one that shows up. Mothman. Yeah. So this is the one that shows up when bad stuff's going to happen. Right. Then you have the haunting, and this is the more malevolent, um, interactive, inter- interactive. <laughs> Mine was very um, interactive. Less likely to flee, more likely to attack. Uh, this is the ones that hold you in the bed. Yep. Get up on your chest. Uh, try to suffocate you. You know, these are the ones that actually have physical contact. Like a with succubus, you. but without the fun. Yes. And there we have or, it. Or inc- or incubus. <laughs> or incubus. You know, whatever your trip is. Yeah, whatever <laughs> whatever your kink is. <laughs> so let's talk about the the origins. Where did this where did this start? Where did this come from? And I alluded to the fact that these have been around since we recorded history. So these start um if you are into Shakespeare and you've listened to uh, Romeo and Juliet, you heard where uh, Shakespeare was talking, or well, in the play Romeo and Juliet, where 
Romeo refers to the shades. And the shades actually go all the way back to the ancient Greeks and the ancient Romans that talked about the shades. And the shades were shadow people. Um, the Egyptians believed in shadow people and they thought that it was one part of the human soul. They believed, the Egyptians believed, ancient Egyptians, I'm sorry, believed that the human soul could be split into five parts. One of those parts was the shadow that could leave upon death and this shadow could get lost on the way to the next life and then wander the earth. And that's what people would see when they would see a shadow person. They had seen someone's spirit or one fifth of the spirit. But would that be more of like a black mass? And you know, haunted outside. Or I, they. I don't know. Go ahead, because I think there's multiple things going and, on. And there very well could be, but I don't think the, this is one. No. So uh, the native the Native Americans, uh, indigenous people here in the United States, the Choctaw in particular. They had the Nalusa Chito, which every man, according to the Choctaw, had a Shambish. And the Shambish was the outside shadow. And the Sholup, which was the inside shadow, or your ghost, if you will. And so this is what they believed. The uh, Sholup was the inside ghost that was the, the shadow person. If you saw a shadow person and you were of Choctaw, uh, then you believe that that was a person's spirit that you saw. Uh, the African Nigerians, the Jeruba people, uh, they believed that there was the Emi, which was the breath, and the Ojiji, which was the shadow that follows the owner and waits for the owner in heaven uh, once, he, once he passes. There was also the Elida, and that's the one that when you see the shadow person walking around, they believe that the Elida <coughs> was one that had to be uh, fed by sacrifice to appease them. So if you had a shadow person that was haunting you, you had to make a sacrifice in, on their behalf. Not not a human, sorry, we're not talking about I don't, I didn't, <laughs> all I read was sacrifice. I didn't go any deeper than that. Either just burning um, some you know, tobacco or something. <laughs> Well, uh, in medieval Europe, uh, they believe they called when? it shadows. You just say medieval. <laughs> medieval. What did I say? Oh, you I'm said sorry. medieval. All right, no. <laughs> Yellowstone <laughs> Select said that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> They called them shadows. Uh, in Arabic culture, they believed in the jinn. And it speaks of the in the Quran of the jinn being born of a smokeless and scorching fire. They considered them to be a supernatural life form and existed in a parallel universe alongside with or above ours and can cross over and interact with humans. Mm -hmm. And just like humans and angels, they believe that some are good, some are bad, etc. Some can grant you wishes. Oh, yeah, they can. Yeah, if you rub on their little their lamp, <laughs> their little lamp you know, mm -hmm. and your name just happens to be Aladdin. <laughs> but in modern culture, um, the first mentioning of this was by 
Thunderstrike, who was a medicine man, uh, a.k.a. Harley Swift Deer Reagan, and he appeared on the Coast to Coast... Uh, Art Bell Show. Art Bell Show. Yep. Um, on like April 12, the OG. 2001. <laughs> OG. OG of talking about this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the Coast to Coast AM late night radio talk show helped popularize modern beliefs in shadow people. And the first time the topic of shadow people was discussed at length was on the show was on April 12, 2001, when host Art Bell interviewed a man purporting to be a Native American elder, Thunderstrikes, who was also known as Harley Swift Deer Reagan. And during the show, listeners were encouraged to submit drawings of shadow people uh, that they had seen in large number. Of these drawings were immediately shared publicly on their website. So all of these, all these drawings came in and everybody's seeing the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, so no one really has the numbers of how many people are affected by shadow people or, you know, or sleep paralysis for that matter. And they think that most people at some point in their life have sleep paralysis. It's happened to me a couple times. I've, I've experienced not total paralysis, I guess, but it's like I wake up and I've never had the shadow person, but I've had the, I wake up and I go, oh my God, I can't move my arms. I can't move my legs. And, you know, it takes me a second to, to be able to, to lift my arms up. So I don't know if that's what that is or not. That sleep paralysis without, Without any the kind demon, of without the, the gin, without yeah, the, without whatever it is. <clears throat> um, in October uh, that that year uh, that Art Bell had his show, Heidi Hollis, Heidi Hollis published. <laughs> or I'm getting tongue tied. Published her first book on the topic of shadow people, and later became a regular guest on Coast to Coast. Hollis described shadow people as dark silhouettes with human shapes and profiles that flicker in and out of peripheral vision and claims that people have reported the figures attempting to jump on their chest and choke them. She believes the figures to be negative aliens that can be repelled by various means, including invoking the name of Jesus Christ. Uh (laughs) Okay. No, no. I mean, I, I grant her, her, belief she's got just as much right to believe believe. (laughs) what she wants to believe she lost me at alien i mean of course mine's just as crazy though so you know and i mean we we have experienced stuff beyond explanation and for me to sit here and go i've actually i've seen a ghost i've caught a ghost on camera i've caught uh evps for me to sit there and go okay we you know but you talk to the invisible guy in the sky I can't knock that because... No, I just... Why would an alien care about invoking the name of Jesus Christ? Why would it, Why would a ghost come knock stuff over in my house, you know? but Why well, wouldn't? I mean, if I was a ghost, I would. <laughs> See what I'm saying, though? It's This is very interesting because when Bonnie was talking about the things in her room, it, it was very... It, it, it reminded me of my experience mm-hmm. and also many other people's type shadow people experience, but to her right. they were the, like staticky the alien things. Some of the things that she described, uh, and we're talking about a previous show episode, but some of the things she, she described in her 
experience or death experience, what she calls it, are very much what I believe as far as from a shamanic perspective. You know, they're they're very similar. I mean, not exactly but the same, the, but the, they're the things that she would see in her room at night sometimes were, and, were, uh, and she would be right. paralyzed by fear. And I was like, ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're talking about the thing came in there and shaking its finger at her. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, if we want to go from a scientific perspective and see what their thoughts are, um, according to Wikipedia, sleep paralysis is a state during waking or falling asleep in which one is conscious but is unable to move or speak. During an episode, one may hallucinate, hear, feel, or see things that are not there, which often results in fear. Episodes generally last no more than a couple of minutes, and it can recur or occur as a single episode. So they're saying that the this is can be triggered by certain things, and uh, some of those things are um, uh, narcolepsy, for one, may cause you to be more prone to sleep paralysis. Um, sleep deprivation, psychological stress, abnormal sleep cycles. Um, the underlying mechanism is believed to be a dysfunction in the REM sleep pattern. Uh, lucid dreaming doesn't seem to affect the chances of sleep paralysis, but some lucid dreamers use this as a method of having lucid dreams. No way I would risk that. Mm-hmm. Nope. Diagnosis is based on a person's description. Other <clears throat> conditions that can present similarly include narco- similarly. Wow. Similarly. Similar. God, I can't talk tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tonight's probably got nothing to do with There's a lot of days I can't talk. Include narcolepsy, atonic seizure, and hypokalemic periodic paralysis. Say that 10 times fast. Yeah, I could say hyperkalemic. hypokalemic periodic paralysis. I just can't say similarly. 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 Wow. Similarly. Similarly. Jeez. <clears throat> <laughs> there are also uh, several psychological conditions that can account for reported experiences of shadow shapes uh, seeming alive. Uh, schizophrenia being one of them. Um, That's a different... I mean, I don't know. I've never been schizophrenic, but I, I can tell you that there's still time. It's yeah. a yeah. <laughs> okay. So years left for that. So Get interestingly enough, there is a uh, an a uh, an experiment that they did where they stimulated the frontal parietal area, front frontal parietal parietal area on the left side. They stimulated this one particular area, and guess what they caused when they stimulated that? They caused shadow people. And uh, that's not, I don't like that. That's yeah, so literally, disturbing. they they put an electrical charge to the brain in between the frontal and the parietal lobes, and it caused people to see shadow people. And it caused them to have the feeling that somebody was standing right behind them and or in front of them in a shadow maybe form. it causes the people to see things that are always there but opens up that maybe neural pathway where you can see that maybe that's that's <clears> it <throat> you know it's just like you know like we've talked about the, the use Lovecraft of shit here <laughs> the use of hallucinogens that are um that facilitate you being able to see outside of your you uh, normal on? um 
outside of your normal right. self. DMT. You know? DMT is <clears> that <throat> one. Excuse me. Um, so another thing that tends to produce shadow people, um, and we didn't call it that back in the day. We called it when someone met the meth monster. <laughs> and I know you laugh because we all know these people. This is the third or fourth day awake. Because yeah. we worked in healthcare and, and we've worked in sight. The meth monster. So we know what the meth monster is. It's when you've been up for several days and, you know, now there's there's people. The nin- the black ninjas are walking around their house. and The corners. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, so this is what is it? Uh, many methamphetamine addicts report the appearance of shadow people after prolonged periods of sleep deprivation. Psychiatrist Jack Potts suggests that methamphetamine usage as a conspira- conspiratorial? conspiratorial component to the sleep deprivation and hallucinations. I think anyone who's awake for that many days, meth or no meth, see <laughs> has hallucinations. You're gonna see shadow people creeping around the corners. There was a time when I was in the service <clears throat> that there was a particular test that was being done, and I was up for six days straight. And you, and they're creeping around the corners, right? That's well, I wasn't the only and then, one, and they're gone. There was a you weren't was, the only one there. No, I was in not your there. mind. You mean no? Or, the ninjas are. I'm talking about there were. It was a whole. Uh, Actually, it was a whole company. Okay, right. Time. Okay. Soldiers. We, and we were told that we had to be awake. So we got to sleep, but it was only 15 minutes at a time, and it was only four times a day. So a max of one hour sleep per day for six days straight. And my insides, by the end of it, literally were quivering. Oh, yeah. You got into some poops. Like, oh, it was crazy. But there's nothing there, and then... Oh, it was just crazy. My insides were quivering. It felt like I was a vibrator inside me. It was strange. <laughs> no, not, not like wait, a vibrator. What, what, well, time, what, what were you like doing? A, not like in a good way. How would you know? Has that happened before? Like? Yeah, it has. But I mean, not like, in a, not like in a good, pleasurable way. It was a strange way, like inside my gut, you know? But, uh... Anyway, the... So he said that uh, one person pointed out something interesting in this, and I can attest to this. One interviewed subject said, you don't see shadow dogs. You don't see shadow birds. You don't see shadow cars. You see shadow people. So, and that makes me think that it's not just... It's not just something that's produced by the sleep deprivation. It's not like a brain anomaly. Right. Because why wouldn't it be a shadow dog or a shadow car or a shadow bird? It's something that's always there. That's what I believe. It's something that's always there. But at some point, because of your lack of sleep, because your sleep deprivation, you can finally see it. Right. That's what, So this is what I think. Uh, is, look, give, me, give me one second. I okay. just want a couple more things. Because this has happened to me. I've had this experience. So, experience. Experience. So this is what Stephen Hawking <laughs> says. Similar experience. <laughs> Some people think that this is a another dimension that's very near ours. That's what I believe. Yeah. And that the veil is very thin. That's, what I, that's exactly what I believe. And Stephen Hawkins believes that there could be 26 shadow galaxies, shadow stars, and shadow people. 
Other people believe that it could be astral projection, where what you're seeing during an astral projection is that person's spirit that leaves their body, which this is exactly what the Egyptians said that they saw uh, earlier when the Egyptians were talking about the different parts of the soul or spirit. Why would someone actually project themselves just to hold me down in the bed and terrify the shit out of me? Because they're evil bastards, and that's what they do. I, I think that... Out of meanness. These things that live in this other dimension, sometimes when the veil is thin, they become aware of us. And when they become aware of us, just like any other, just like regular people, there's good ones and bad ones. Right. And that's why some people, it's a lurker. Oh, I've become aware of this look at this what is what am i looking at here right but all we can see of it is the shadow part right right and then there's malevolent ones like there was so, no good intention in the thing trying to hold me down in the bed so my thought is and it's very but, similar <clears throat> to this is that so where we talk about shadow people and this is often induced by sleep deprivation uh in the case of a, a methamphetamine addict where they're doing lots of meth and they've been up for six days straight and they meet the meth monster. Yeah, but those monsters are corner ninjas. You know, they're but are they really? they're gone. But are they really? Maybe that's not. that's my point. Maybe not. Yeah, because you're right. if yeah. you go without sleep long enough, you will die. You cannot function oh, yeah. without sleep. Uh, I mean, I can tell okay, you. Okay, so, and here's my point, is that I believe that... On each end of our life, you have a veil that we cross through. And as we cross into this veil when we're children, that's why I think that children, babies and kids, are you sleepy? I'm very sleepy. Wake up, baby! (laughs) (laughs) So, have a drink of Monster. That'll wake you up. Um, So, as you, as they cross over into this veil, they very, they have just crossed over into the veil into this physical existence. So, that's why I think that kids... Children are more prone to see right. spirits and angels and ghosts or whatever, right? And I think for the same reason that when an elderly person is laying on their deathbed about to cross over, I think that's when that veil becomes thin because they're about to cross over again. And that's why they see their loved ones who've gone on before them, you know, and they're there to help them across. I, th- I truly believe that that's when that veil becomes the thinnest. So do you think the veil becomes thinner when you don't have sleep? I do. Because you're on your way to dying. You literally, if you go without sleep long enough, you're dying. That's why I think that... What about methamphetamines? I think that methamphetamines keep you up long enough. So, and like hallucinogens. You know, what we call hallucinogens, maybe they're not hallucinogens. Maybe they are drugs that remove the fuzziness from that veil i think it opens and clears it so that we can see through that veil like maybe dmt mushrooms lsd but especially dmt is like the conduit for opening up the consciousness to other dimensions that are always there that's what i'm saying it's maybe they're always there anyway, and some of these things just allow us to 
we're not advocating the use of any sort of... No, no, we're not promoting the use of drugs. I'm just saying that... Hallucinogenic drugs that the government, for some reason, decided that you shouldn't have because (laughs) they don't want you to expand your mind in any way, shape, or form. They want you to be good little slaves. (laughs) No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that... that I think that that's one of the things that can happen. I think that the fact that when you, when you've just crossed over that veil coming into this physical existence, or when you're about to leave through that veil into the spiritual existence, I think when that veil is the thinnest at the, at the beginning and end of our life, also when you use drugs that will open your mind up and allow you to see DMT, LSD, mescaline, peyote, um, shrooms, etc., and you've got all these different drugs that open your mind up to where you can see these things. I think that's when you can see them. And there are also certain places where the veil is thinner. Oh, absolutely. And uh, like the Celtic pagans, you know, Irish pagans, I believe there are certain times of the year mm-hmm. when the veil is thinner. We saw Wayne, but mm-hmm. it's it's a very interesting concept, well, that- you know, and I. It, Historically, the Samhain is the time of year that it's the most likely to be, or that the veil is the, the thinnest. thinnest. Yes, at Halloween, interestingly enough. But mm-hmm. so this has happened to me. So tell us, I've had the sleep paralysis with the shadow person, not a friendly one. Um, a couple of times in my twenties, so it's been a long time do not want them to come back. I never want to have this experience again. It's absolutely terrifying. Um, I remember it as, and there's no, there was no drugs in butt, nothing like that. I was going to say, no, no, you no, said no. you were in your twenties. No, no, actually. What, what yeah, did no. you do in your twenties? No, no, I was very well asleep and remember that I felt that, you know how you can sense a presence when you're asleep? Mm-hmm. Some of us, not everybody, but some of it, you know. Oh yeah, it's so weird. If I, if the, there could be all kinds of something noises. changing in a person coming in the room, right? Yes, there can be all kinds of noises in the house, and I won't wake up if they're normal. Rain coming through the side yeah. of the house. But let something weird happen in the house. Immediately, I'm awake. It's so crazy. And I, I remember being aware of that, and and kind of waking up, right? And I wake up, and there is a cloaked black shadow figure standing over me. And as soon as I become aware of it, it's holding me down, which is the paralysis part, right? It is holding me down on the bed forcefully. That's one of the things that I was reading that that they have, that it's not uncommon for them to be, it seems like they're wearing a cloak. But but it could also just be the shape. The shape. Mm -hmm. You know, because there's no facial features, no nothing, but it is holding me in the bed. Did it have a a hat? No hat, man. No, no, definitely. If it was wearing headgear, it was a hoodie or a, a Jedi robe. Or a Sith robe because it's black, but mm-hmm. and it's because whole... Sith happens. <laughs> hey, it's... Jedi in the streets, Sith in the sheets, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's holding me down. And I remember thinking, "This is a dream. This is a dream. You need to wake up. This is a dream." Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to force myself, and okay, wake up, and it's still there. Three or four times through this cycle before finally really actually waking up and there's nothing there. See, that is so... It is absolutely terrifying. So... Because you're helpless and you're thinking, you know... 
something comes in my room, I'm gonna whoop its ass. I'm gonna kill it, but you can't because it's, <laughs> right. you can't move. So, do you think this was a a physiological thing that was going on to where you were just in sleep both. paralysis? I mean, it's both. Why do you sleep? Why is the element of this person added to the sleep paralysis? I get that the signal gets blocked from the brain to the body to wake fully right. up. Right. I get that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so, Why we don't, the element that's so we don't act out during our dreams and hurt ourselves, you know? Yeah. But I mean, people do wake, wake you can. during dreams and punch their partner or it can but you're happen. There's, a, there's, wind there's most of I mean, the you time. You can say that there's sleep paralysis without shadow. People have people. sleep paralysis without the shadow person standing over you right here. You know, right? I've done it. And I think, like we were talking about, that these things exist in a parallel dimension to our own. These are trans-dimensional beings that are aware of us sometimes, just like we become aware of them. Some are good, just like, some are bad, some are indifferent. Some Just uh, like we're walking through a, I encountered a, a 1900s hotel, early 1900s, and we see the thing walking down the hallway. Or right, except... This is interactive. At least mine was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you say four cycles, like four cycles of you trying to wake yourself up, right? And, it's still and then there. it's still there, and I think I'm awake, and it's still there. I think I'm awake, and it's still there. How long do you think that lasted? Probably seconds. Probably okay. not that long. I know that you know dreams I, seem like they last I, a long I, I time, doubt, and yeah. they don't. But I, I, I would imagine in real time that was maybe a minute. You know, I and that happened to you another time. You said it's happened a couple of times. But it's been a long, long, long time. Was it pretty... Did they happen pretty close? Pretty close together. together? Yeah. It was also around the same time as the, another experience that involved a black mass that was shaped in a cloak type thing. But I, that was different, though. Were you dealing with any trauma at the time? No. Just living your life at 20-something? 20-something, yeah. I was just 20s. curious. You know how sometimes they say that certain types of traumas in your life can cause you to dream and do things weird mm-hmm. in your sleep. So that's why I was asking. I don't recall there being any kind of uh, drug use or anything, you know, I mean, nothing more Conflict. severe than, than some tall boys or slits malt liquor from the bootlegger. So I was probably under 21. You know, I, so I can remember being in college and we were talking about dreaming and, you know, and, and, and the way the body reacts and all that. And, and, uh, I remember reading about lucid dreaming and I tried that, you know, and I had to work at it, you know, for, it's interesting, I don't know, but I'm kind of scared of it because I don't want lucid dreaming. I don't want to encounter. He that. doesn't want this shadow again. Lucid dreaming was the coolest thing in the world to me, to me. And the reason I've only done it twice, but I had to really, what I did as I was going to sleep, I would sit there and go, okay, when I, when I start to dream, I'm going to realize I'm dreaming. You know, and I made that a conscious thought. I just like a mantra as I went to sleep. And it happened twice. So in two different occasions. And both of them, I wouldn't say were nightmares, but they were dark in the lucid dreams. Hmm. One of them involved aliens and Nazis. (laughs) Or were they alien Nazis or Nazi aliens? Well, there were flying saucers flying over. And... I'm in a war-torn Europe at night, and I'm seeing these glowing flying saucers flying over, That's and I go into this room. The Blitzkrieg? That's kind of cool. It, 
Actually, it was like being in a video game. Not, not the, not, not, to, not cool. Not no, so. but no, but the but aliens dreaming. and stuff. That's so cool. I was running from, <clears throat> and they were chasing me. These Nazis, right? So I run up in this room, and I'm there by myself. I'm the only one in the room, and the Nazis. I can hear them charging up the steps or the stairs because I'm up on the second floor. And I come up the steps, and they come through the door. And at the moment they came through the door, I froze the dream. It's like, okay, like I could control time wow. in that dream. And I walked over and I knocked all their weapons out of their hands and I picked a couple of them up. And then I started the dream up. And when they, when I started dreaming up, I'm over there like, that, 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 like Scarface, you know, just shooting them up. Say hello to and, my little yeah. friend. <laughs> right. But there was that time and another time where this creature, um, was literally absorbing my son. Oh, like it was just blob, like a... No, it was like a... It was almost like a camel, but Michael stuck his hand up against it after I told him not to. On the toe? Which Michael would do. And it... No, not on the toe. <laughs> Pervert. So it started sucking him in, you know, on his arm and his, like... In his side. Oh, your son. Yeah, I was son. Thinking, literally, when you said son, I thought S-U-N. No, and no, I was no. like... So my the, son and I are riding down the road on these bicycles and this thing comes up behind us and it looks like a camel and I flip, it's this burlap thing over its side and I pull it up. It's like, like all these amalgamation of body parts and stuff. And Michael goes, ooh, look at that. <laughs> He's just a kid. And he sticks his hand toward it. I'm like, don't touch it. Just sucked him right in. And wow, I woke up and I go, oh my God. I think that was like a warning like not to smoke. Camel I, cigarettes? No. I mean, so anyway, I <laughs> went right Joe back to sleep. Camel, like, speaking to you through. I went right back to sleep and back into the dream. And this time, had the same dream again and stopped him before he could stick his hand up there and get sucked into the camel looking thing. It was just really strange, but. That is kind of cool to be able to control this. I've only, I, like I say, I've only done it twice. When I, when I was young, I remember as a kid having a reoccurring dream where Buddy Epson. Chasing me across a rope bridge with a fucking axe, <laughs> and it's not so like it, it's not. <laughs> so Jed Clampett as Jed Clampett, not Buddy Epson from from Breakfast at Tiffany's, but or but or or, uh, or, or the doctor or Barnaby MD, but or the Wizard of Oz or the Wizard or, of Oz, but Jed Clampett. Oh my god, with an axe. He's chasing you across the bridge. And it makes no physical sense, but he's chopping the wood. So it, you know how dreams physics mm -hmm. don't apply. So he's chopping the, it's one of those rope and board bridges. Uh -huh. And he's chopping the boards out ahead of him. So as I don't know how he's, he's moving, he's but across, he's trying yeah. to make so I can't escape. It makes no physics sense. But Wow. And I'll never forget that. I, it was when I was a kid, I was crazy. I wasn't scared Jake Clampett, but for some reason, Jake Clampett. But it's Buddy Epson, but it's not Jake Clampett in the dreams. Buddy Epson. Who's so, probably one of the nicest men in Hollywood <laughs> at the time, in the 60s. So, so what do you think? So, what do you think shadow people are, Alyssa? I have no idea. Do you think they're real? Do yes. You think they're, do you I think have never experienced them, but I know. I hope you never do. I don't want to. It is not. I don't. I don't. As it is evidenced by my other stories, I don't want to see all those things. I like pretty nice things, like bunny I rabbits, like clawfoot tubs. No, I don't like clawfoot tubs. I don't like anything <laughs> like that. 
So I've seen puppy dogs. I've seen spirits. I've got pictures of spirits. I've got AVPs. I've never seen a shadow person. Well, please don't bring it upon us. You don't want to. I don't want to. Now, see, you were talking earlier. You were describing what the spirit type shadow person or a black mass. Mm -hmm. And that's completely different thing from what I think these transdimensional beings are. You're you're talking about normally. So you think they're gin? I you think, think they're demonic. I think that the gin or? description is the best description, other than the transdimensional beings who become aware of us. Transdimensional. Well, that sounds always there. The membrane is thinner. Some are good. Some are bad. Some are indifferent. Some are just observers. You know, we've watched some of these shows about these mediums. You know. And there's one in particular that I can remember when she goes into a place of like Was mal- it Cindy. No, when we go into a place of like malevolence, it's like I have a crush on that was that was my eye roll. She always <laughs> sees shadow people, or she sees them a lot, and mm-hmm. it's usually when there's evil, well, like yeah. malevolence. But I, I, and she sees small ones, ooh, the the wee ones. The wee ones I've never that mine was. You could feel was at least six feet, you know, but it was bent over the bed. It wasn't sitting on my chest. How tall it was, was cleaned it? Over. I was, you know, six, six footish, yeah, like a normal mm-hmm. human size. Yeah, but it looked like something you'd see on the cover of a death metal album, you know, like a black hood. But it could have just been the shape. Mm-hmm. It is, it's a very, very disconcerting experience. Not something I ever wish to revisit. The only thing that even come close that I've had recently, and it happens every now and then, is I'll be sleeping. And you wet the bed. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's just wrong. There's a lot no, of pause. Long time since hey, they that's said happened. that happens. Uh, it happened to me in Cabo. That did not no, it says that it happens <laughs> yeah, with that, the that, shadow people. But I think there was, was a call. Yeah, it was tequila. That. Actually, but, that was not. That was. That I was hope, everything. I hope she left a really good tip for your mm-hmm. housekeeper. We did, but uh, no, you'll. I'll be asleep, and I don't recall any other dream happening at the point. But I will hear a voice like as if someone's mouth is right next to my ear, Mm-mm. John, and it. Uh, you're immediately awake. Immediately, what? What the? You're scared <laughs> to look over that direction. There's nothing there. But you don't yeah. have the paralysis? No. No, it's just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, John, in, right in your ear. You know? is, it, is it loud? Is it a man's voice? It is voice? loud. Is it's it a like, woman's voice? Usually a woman. Are you well, sure that house is. isn't haunted? Is it in your you know, house so how yeah. that it happens? This, yeah. When's this, when did this start and how long has it been going on? Um, I feel you like know, you're diagnosing him. A few, no. times, a few times a year over the last few years. Two times of the year. A few times a year over the last... Maybe five years. You say you don't okay. have experiences in that home and other people do, but I almost That's wonder. the only, that and the Whistler are the only things I've ever experienced in that house. Hmm. The Whistler was the, I went to go into the garage and, uh. The Whistler? Whistler. The Whistler. Whistler. The Whistler. Not the Whistler. The dude, the, that <laughs> was you in Cabo was yeah. the Whistler. <laughs> no, the, the Whistler. the side of our the house. Whistler. <laughs> No, no, I went to the garage to go uh, put some cans in the bag that we keep for the housekeeper. And, and, uh, or maybe it was to go get a 12-pack of Diet Cokes out of the garage. Anyway, it involved Diet Coke. 
But mm-hmm. oh yeah, because that's and it was part. late at night and uh, probably one two in the morning, right? And uh, so it would have been a weekend. And uh, lies. No, no, no. I normally I'm in oh, bed yeah, okay. by one at the latest on work days. But uh, I go out there, and as soon as I step into the garage, I hear something whistling on the other side of the garage door. A tune like I can't whistle by the way. I can't like it's right there. Like there's a person on the other side of the garage door whistling. Okay, is this inside? The whistling is coming from inside your garage. Outside, to me, it appears like so. The garage, like you're in the garage getting the garage door. The overhead door is no farther than this wall for me when I open that coming in from the house into the garage, Mm -hmm. and I hear it, and it sounds like someone on the other side of the overhead door. Do you think it could have been someone? Well, no, because I immediately like backstepped right back into the house. And I went outside through the back door. And went around. And went around the garage. To catch him off guard. Pretty quickly, right? Were you, were you packing your... I went, I went back to the house and got back to our room grabbed a pistol real quick. Oh, I so mean, they ran back there. No, off. not really, no. Because I live on top of a hill and you can see a pretty good... I mean, I, I, I booked mm-hmm. to go back and run back around to that side. And go around the side gate very quietly open that metal gate and creep around it. <laughs> and Shaw sat up and Shaw saw a shadow person. Saw okay. nothing. There hmm. was, I can see all the way down the hill, down every way. There is nobody running down. They'd had to run down the street. Right. And there's nothing out there. And I have no explanation for it. So either someone was just sitting right outside of my garage door, like literally would have been feet away from me whistling it wasn't a bird it wasn't a bird song it was like a it was human hmm. it was human yeah whistling. that's the only paranormal experience other than the jaw in my ear that i've had in that house now my daughter different story so you think that back back to the, the and this is when right? my mother was still alive so it wouldn't be mm-hmm. you know it wasn't her I don't know what it was, but my, my daughter claims to see my grandmother sitting on my mother's bed in my house hmm. after she had passed away. So, so you think that know. that shadow people are that those beings that are in another dimension, but just the other side of the veil or even able to move across that veil. Right. That's what I think. Just like H.P. Uh, Lovecraft from Beyond. Short mm-hmm. story, if you've ever seen the film, and they That's turn on that time. stimulator, that pineal gland stimulator, pineal and all gland of a sudden stimulator. you can see the things that are oh, always yeah. there. That's why when you were talking about them stimulating this brain region and them seeing mm-hmm. it, it's like, that's a terrible idea. You should never do something like that. So <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Is it you something that... don't want that... them to be I, aware of you. I think they're real, and all the stories that I've ever heard of them, they're not nice. They, so they're not they're just... So yes. you think they're legit? Yes, and I don't think that they're here just to see what's going on. Like I think they know what's going on. So, do you think they're demonic? Do you think they're gin? Do you think they're... I don't I don't know. I, I don't have any experience whatsoever. I'm, I'm just asking whatsoever. your thoughts. What do you think? I don't know. I've had no experience. But I will say, I have never heard anybody talk kindly about a shadow person. Or not... Like, it made me breakfast. <laughs> or not or not been scared. That, you know, some people see entities. Or and they're, my shadow buddy came by to visit me. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, and, yeah, and they're not like hanging out on the you know rocking chair rocking just you know chilling like every shadow person i've ever heard about is 
not nice. People have been scared of them. Your situation, like they, if they physically touched them, they were not nice. They were aggressive. The mediums that I've seen talk about them, they're scared of them. They always leave the area. They don't want to be around them. I think they don't want to take them home. I think that John, uh, I'm absolutely 100%, I believe, in agreement with you that they are dimensional, interdimensional. Transdimensional, interdimensional, whatever. Like that are all that that that. they're they're just always there. There, there could be one right here, right now. You just don't see them. We can't see or experience it, and but you do not want them to be aware of you observing them. Right, and I I want to become aware of each other. That's a bad idea. Yeah, it's just we've got that thin veil in between us. You know, you think they can see us. Oh, absolutely! I think they can. I don't know. No, I don't think always because it's when they become aware of us. Then that's when we become aware of them, and then it's that's when they it never ends. So, well. and I think that goes back to the different types. You remember, there's the, you know, when it talked about the different ones, and you get the lurkers, and right? The ones that are just now. I think that's the ones that become aware of us. And these could be different dimensions that lurkers, it, very, and the holder downers, be. or whatever yeah, you want to call it, downers. are different things and different because all these things exist. At the same time, with this very thin membrane right. between them. Right. Now we're getting into some deep physics shit. Yeah, but, but I mean... Quantum stuff. But, you know, that's... I mean, that's what we talk about is that stuff kind of... But kind I, of it was just, here, just but, like that Stephen King filmed The Mist. There are things that exist in a different dimension or that well, you do not want. When we, when we started this podcast, when we started the, the website, you know... It was on the belief that there are things in heaven, or there there are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in your philosophies of ratio, and I mean that pretty much sums up everything that we talk about and and do is because there are things out there that <laughs> that go bump in the night. And um, I would like to point out if you are interested in this shadow people sleep paralysis phenomenon, there is a documentary called The Nightmare from 2015. It is one of the most terrifying films I've ever seen. And it's a documentary about sleep paralysis. Is it terrifying because you've experienced it? it? Like the first time I watched it, I was just creeped out. I was like, oh my God. Because you had experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, but this is after when I discovered there that this was a thing. I wasn't crazy. Mm -hmm. When I found this on blogs, there were people talking about it way back in the early 2000s. I was like, what the hell? I'm not nuts, but the, 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 well, that does, other people that that does not exclude too? you from being nuts. Well, no, no, that's true. I, <laughs> uh, but but the nightmare, I do recommend it. I recently watched it again to see if it scared the shit out of me, just like it did the first time. And it did. It didn't. It was. No, no. I was better okay. with it after the the first time. I didn't know what to expect because yeah. the visuals they do recreations. Oh, there's and they it's terrifying. There is. The one with the the girl laying in the bed in the red mm-hmm. shadow thing. See, I don't want any of that. Spoon I want no in her. So what is yeah. So I'm, I'm on a sidetrack for a second. But what is the... There's a series, and it's the guy who played... Uh, was it Luke Cage? And it's a series called Evil? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a priest. Yes, yes. That's great. I love and that show. The chick Season on there, two's out there. You can watch the now. chick it's on great. there is like she's got this demon that's coming to visit her. Yeah, and it's like a shadow. He's in the it, corner. Yeah, he's a little closer. Oh yes. my god. Yeah, that is the freakiest thing I've ever seen in my life. And if that was a shadow person coming to me, it's like that. I would pee my bed. It's like that. Yeah, except uh, mine didn't start talking or anything because that makes it even because that one did that's really it was creepy that thing talks to her so i wanted to point out that we did have we were running a special little event thing on facebook booze with benefits and i had put something out there said hey if you comment on this post then we're gonna call you out on during the podcast i almost forgot and about that? Yeah. Oh, I remembered. So, right. okay. So, I'm going to call out everybody that, that because I said you got to do it during or before the podcast is over. And it's actually later, so we can, some extra time. But we've got some folks to call out on here. Um, we've got Amanda Carter. Who, Yay, thanks for listening. Dude, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. We've got Amanda Carter. And Amanda Carter said... Love you guys. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I probably didn't say it like she says it, but I said it anyway. A little bassier, probably. Uh, love you guys. So then we got uh, Mara Burkett. Hmm, that last name is familiar. Sounds familiar. That is my daughter. <laughs> That's my pride Shout out. So Mara said, shout out. And Dustin Mean that said. That is her boyfriend. Uh, he said, ouch out. <laughs> so we're calling him out on the, the podcast. So also, what I what I put up was that. Let's see, got two more people. Evidently, I need to call out that I met. Oh, there's a bunch of people. Uh, let's see, eight people responded. Wow, I need to look at this then. Um. Wow. Well, so we got uh. Polly Nolan, Mimsy Borogoves, Dana Kawacha. I, I, I'm probably messing that name up, and if I am, I, I so apologize. Uh, Crystal Hawkins, Kim Brewerhar, and that all uh, responded to that. Um, Mara, and who's the other one on here? Oh, that was you, John. John's. John signed up. John, you don't need to. You don't need a shout out. Wait, no, I didn't. I set myself the. the I think you just liked it. Oh, I did like it. Yeah. Okay. So what happens is, everybody that says, "Hey, we're here. Hey, we're interested," or whatever, all of your names go in this hat at the end of the day. Probably the boozy. We'll pick one. The boozy hat. Maybe the boozy mug. And when we figure out. We're going to choose one person out of that hat. And of course, it's going to be folded up in names and we draw it out. Old school style. Yeah, old school style. We're going to figure out who gets to pick and whoever wins gets to pick whatever they want from Boozy's Boutique. Doesn't matter. Yay! Yay! So they can get the water bottle or they can get uh, one of the cool hats. The girl hats, the dad hats. Is what I they mean, call it's them. not. I mean, they call it a dad hat, and then you got pink, the so it's the trucker cap. 
Uh, there's mugs. There's the beanie. I mean, beanies. There's all kinds of stuff on there. Boozies. Uh, boozy koozies. Oh, these are really nice. These are Richardson's, like, right? That's what they're called. The, I, the brand of this sure. trucker yeah. hat. I don't is a, know. Yeah, I think these are. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, the ones that we have now, I don't. I don't know if they're the same brand, oh, but because we changed that's true. Uh, distributor, but and the um, t-shirts are very, very soft. Oh uh, yeah, the t-shirts are nice. nice. Yeah, they're very nice. Um, but anyway, uh, that's all we have for you. We'll let you know who wins when we do the drawing. Oh, absolutely. We'll talk about it next time. Okay, right. okay. Thank you. Watch out for Thank the shadow people. <laughs> Watch out for shadow people. Do not night, let night. them become aware. Of night. Bye bye. It starts to itch, and it's almost my right ear, and it right inside. Well, I'm like, I took that first drink of that that <laughs> bourbon. You took a big like, and my ears got hot. And I'm yeah. like, oh my god, this is strong. <clears throat> you took a big. It's not that, that it's not as strong as the brocolatic. <laughs>